Shalom. Uh, our topic is uh, how important is it to pray in Hebrew? Uh, now, uh, this is this is obviously important for somebody who is first learning Hebrew, um, and uh, and that's a common thing that we we uh, we've dealt with, speak, spoken about in in Chappelle's, for instance, where a lot of people are coming to to Torah observance. Uh, uh, during their during their adult life, and and they simply don't know Hebrew yet. Um, uh, but it it also is is something that um, that people who have been davening in Hebrew and davening fluently in Hebrew for years and years and years uh, also uh, might express themselves uh, more more easily or more precisely in in English. And and even for somebody who Hebrew and English, for example, again, it could be other languages, are are equal. Uh, or somebody uh, in Eastern Europe who who speaks to God in Yiddish. So so what about that? How important is is praying in Hebrew? So now uh as as always uh well, every every issue is very broad and and uh, and has many different uh, aspects to it, but we'll deal with it through an article by by Rav um, Rav Yisrael Mayor Lau. We should let him be well. Uh, the uh, who uh, of many things was Chief Rabbi Netanya, Chief Rabbi of Tel Aviv, Chief Rabbi of Israel. And um, has spoken at Chappelle's, by the way, a number of times. Now, the uh, his article is here, and um, it's in his 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 form are called Yachel Yisrael Yudchet Lamed, and 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 the the simplest thing is, why should there be any issue at all? This is an explicit Mishnah. The Mishnah and Sota. This is source one over here. The Mishnah and Sota says, um, These are said in any language. Parshat Sota, Uvidui Maser, Kriyatshma, Utfila, Uberkat Amazon. So so in the list of things that can be said in any language, again the Mishnah discusses. Uh, which things are said in Hebrew, which things are said, uh, it can be said in any language. So, so uh, prayer, tefillah, along with Kriyachma and Birkat Amazon are listed as things that could be said in any language. So, so the simple thing is, this is an open and shut case. And the answer is obvious, that that prayer can be said in any language. And the Gemara gives the reason. Tefillah rachmihi. A prayer is is asking for mercy from a Kodesh Baruch So however you do it, it is, that's it, that's the way you do it. Uh, what, however you want, that's the way you pray. Rashi explains that uh, there's no need even for a Pasuk to prove this. Meaning for the, the Gemara goes through proofs for these different things. But you don't need even you don't even need a proof for tefillah because it's rachami, um, and whatever 
whatever language you know how to uh, how to uh, uh, intend in your heart, how to express yourself in a way that 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 reflects your emotionals. So that's the way you should have it. So it makes sense that that you should pray in any language. Okay, so we really we really could just stop here and say. Uh, how important is it to pray in Hebrew? It's not important at all. The Mishnah says you can pray in any language. Okay. However, um, the picture obviously is not that simple. And one reason is that the Ramam seems to leave out this topic. And this is a big uh, component, maybe the main component in Rav Lau's article. And... And the, in the very end of Rav Lau's article, we'll get to uh, uh, something said by the Mishnabura that Rav Lau mentions, uh, not as an afterthought, but as almost like a, a parenthetical comment or a footnote. But um, but uh, I like to I'd like to boldface it also. Now, the the Ramam when he lists takes these seven things that are these these this list of things. Um, that are uh, that appear in the Mishnah, and if you follow them, for instance, in Hilchos Sota, so he says the coin has her take the oath, Bilashon Shehimakeret in the language that she speaks, and when you get to Meiser Sheni and Netaravai, so the Ramam says the declaration that a person makes, Becholashon Shataomer, whatever language you speak, and the same thing is in Kriyatshma. He says. Uh, whatever language that you that you understand, um, the Ramam uh, does mention. I want to read this now. Interesting. The Ramam holds that the same uh, precision that you need in Hebrew, and there's a sugi in the Gemara which discusses how to properly pronounce the Hebrew words of, of Kriyachma, that same precision you should you should apply to whatever language you speak. Birkat uh, Amazon, the Ramam, when he mentions this, uh, so he, he uh, in there he says in Ilchos Brachos Perak Aleph Allah Chavav, and in in, in Shavuos also, Elon Emarim B'chol The only thing is, he doesn't seem to mention prayer. He doesn't seem to mention Okay. Now, there is an approach that he does not go with um, that uh, that he he uh, that is a, a possible suggestion for the Rambam that he doesn't go with. Um, his father-in-law um his father-in-law says uh, that even though the Ramam left out in Hilchos Tefillah the law that um, that you can dab it in any language, he doesn't seem to say that directly. But you can you can show from elsewhere that the Ramam holds uh, that prayer can be made done in any other language 
And that's the way we pass it in the Shulchan Aruch. Now, uh, what's his proof? Well, when the when the when the Rambam says um, that he describes, excuse me, uh, the different levels of prayer. There's a biblical level of prayer and a rabbinic level of prayer. So the biblical level of prayer is um, is uh, that you you pray once a day. Uh, you praise God, then you make your request, and then you uh, and, and then you think. Uh, I think he mentions also directing towards Yerushalayim as part of the biblical level of prayer. But the Ramam gives a, a lengthy explanation of how it came that 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 Chazal that uh, Ezra is based in that the Anshe Tagadola instituted a set fixed. Uh, text for prayer. And I'll read the Rambam, that's source three over here. When the when the Jews went into exile in Nebuchadnezzar's time, they, they got mixed up with, with Persia and Greece and other nations, and children grew up in, in, in these other countries. And, and these kids, they're their uh, speech was mixed up. All you have to take to to if anybody who is an 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 American family raising kids in Israel, so so especially if both parents are pe- speaking uh, English at home and the kids are speaking Hebrew in the gun, and they're not like uh, they don't have any special. Uh, uh, um, uh, program under the direction of some some uh, some speech teacher of exactly how to uh, how to educate the kids to speak. So the kids are going to come up with these with these uh, mixed up sentences uh, like um, Abba, can you give me uh, so I can go to the uh, uh, to the Ofa. So so you end up with nit balbalus fatam that the that the language is all mixed up. And uh, everybody had a lot of different languages mixed up within them. A person can't express himself normally in one language. It's mixed up. And, and he quotes the Pasuk. They they spoke half Ashtodian and they and they didn't know how to speak Hebrew normal. When he comes to pray, he'll find himself lacking in his ability to express himself to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When they saw this, they instituted the Shmona Esrei. So. Uh, the the Rav quotes his father-in-law, who says, "You see from the Rambam that prayer was legitimate in other languages. It just when they couldn't express themselves in one language straight, so then they had to make a takana of of Shmonestri. Now, he himself, um, uh. 
seems to say that it doesn't seem accurate. It sounds from the Rambam that that uh, after they made this takana, after Ezra and Sofer and his base made this takana, the takana was to pray in this in this style, in this, and so it sounds like uh because of this problem of people having uh, the inability to express themselves properly in prayer, so they were attacking. They made this particular uh, uh, text. Um, and sure enough, uh, he he has a very interesting, this is a, a, an interesting raya, that, uh, that if you look, the he, he seems to say that the Ein Mishpat who usually gives the references of halacha? So uh, he didn't seem to to go with that. What what the what the father-in-law said, and 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 he seems to be lacking on the on the reference about the prayer. Okay, he has a different way of understanding the Rambam. So again, the question is still though, why didn't the Rambam mention uh, uh, prayer b'chol So there's two approaches. The Rav's father, uh, uh, his name is Rav Yitzhak Yedidya Frankel. I believe Yitzhak Yedidya. Yeah, Rav Yitzhak Yedidya Frankel was the Rav of, he was the Rav of Tel Aviv. Uh, and Rav's, and Rav Lau's uncle. And when Rav Lau came to Eretz Yisrael, so he he was very connected with him. Um, and, and he took him under his wings. The, um, again, an orphan Holocaust survivor. Um, but from an extremely um, uh, prestigious rabbinic family, the Lau family. Uh, his father was a Rav in Petrikov. Um, and uh, and uh, Rav, Rav, so, so answer number one is, the Ramam does say so. He says you can be Otsi in other Lashonas, in other languages. Uh, and Horaya, you see the under the assumption of the Ramam was that if it was possible to express yourself in Ashtodit or Babylonian or Greek properly, so fine. Uh, that would also have been good. Uh, says Rav Lau, yeah, but the Takana de Rabbanan then ends up being that you can't do that anymore, and this is the way to do it. Okay. The question is now... Um, what is what is the what is the reason behind the Rambam uh, uh, seeming to uh, ignore the Gemara's ruling, which is seems to be an open and shut, uh, right, right, uh, an open and shut uh, uh, Mishnah. And Gemara and, and, and Shulchan Aruch, by the way. Question is, what about the Rambam? Why doesn't the Rambam uh, uh, list this? So um, he has a, a Havamina. And the Havamina is that if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says, Tfila um, Rachamei. Prayer is, 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 is mercy, is a request for mercy. However you want, you can pray. Wait a second. True prayer has bakashot and tachanunim has requests and requests for mercy. But isn't there more to prayer 
so he says, perhaps the Ramam has, this is approach number two that's going to be rejected, that the Ramam holds that even though part of the Lashon HaTvila, even though part of prayer is Bakashot Rach and Tachnonim, but but what about praises and what about thanks? And the the explanation that the Gemara gives for the Mishnah isn't going to work here. Uh, and again, the Ramam holds that prayer is a biblical mitzvah and prayer uh, includes uh, praise and thanks. So the heter of the, or the, the, the din of the Mishnah only applies to the Trinotu Bakashot part. That's his, that's his suggestion. Now, um, he has three reasons why he doesn't like this. Number one, first of all, the Gemara should have made that distinction. This is a too obvious of a distinction for the Gemara to just ignore it. Uh, number two, if the Raman really held this, he should have said something. He should have said, Ubakashot nemarot uh, or something like that. Um, plus, um, the Gemara says that um, the Gemara discusses women's obligation in prayer. That's the Gemara Brachos. And the Gemara said, what's the reason why why uh, why women pray? Uh, excuse me. Um, uh, the Gemara says that women are obligated to pray. And the Gemara says, uh, what's the reason? And the answer is, it's beseeching HaKadosh Baruch Hu for mercy. The Gemara explains the Havamina. What is it that I might have said? Because by prayer it says uh, that uh, it, it refers to prayer at night, morning, and afternoon. I pray. It's like a mitzvah that women are still obligated. Wait a second. But doesn't that just apply to Rachami? If if you were to follow that direction, the second direction that he has, that maybe there's a difference between the bakashat rachamim aspect of prayer and the other aspects of prayer, well, the same thing should have applied to women. And we don't see any distinction between, with regards to women, uh, that there's a difference between the uh, request aspect of prayer and the praise and thanks on the other hand. So it seems like like there aren't such distinctions. Uh, and then once again, we're back to the drawing board. Why doesn't the Ramam say uh, that prayer should be should be done, uh, can be done and, and why is it that the Ramam seems to say that once the Takana was to Davin Shmon Asrei in Hebrew, so everybody's got to do it in Hebrew. So he wants to suggest the following. He says, if you look, there's another Rambam uh, in, uh, in, in Kriyachma. 
and it's a Rambam we read already, and 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 this is now going to be his answer. His answer is going to be based on the following. He's he what he's going to do just to 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 outline what to expect. Uh, as far as our question of why doesn't the Rambam say that um, that prayer can be done in any any language, like. Uh, like the Gemara does, like the Mishnah does, like the Gemara does, like the Shulchan Aruch does. So why not? So he says, we have to first look at another Rambam. And this is, uh, of course, the style of many Shirim. And from that other Rambam, we're going we're gonna to get a greater understanding of things. And then eventually we're going to get back to our question. So the Rambam says, the Rambam and the Ravid has have an, have an argument. The Rambam says something we read before, that is, Kriyachma can be read in any language, but if you read it in another language, so you have to make sure not to make mistakes uh, in, in that other language. And you have to uh, uh, speak precisely in that other language like you would speak in Hebrew. So if you were reading the Kriyat Shema, so it would be, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Thou shalt love Hashem, your God, and then you might say, "Oh, we don't we don't say thou anymore." Okay, you should love uh, Hashem, your God, um, with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all your might. And then wait a second, is all your might the right word? To tra- You're going to have to make sure you get all the all the words straight. And then if you say something like, um, um, uh, and you should uh, tie them as signs upon your arms and as frontlets between your eyes. You're going to have to check up that is frontlets the right word for totafot. Uh, write them on the door, write them on the doorposts of, of, and now let's say you, instead of saying uh, your house and your gates, you say of house and gates. Well, that's not normal English. You, you should you should be more precise. Uh, uh, if you if you really get the hang of what I'm saying, no, no, that's not the way. That's not respectable English. That's not that's not proper English. Uh, let's say you use uh, improper English grammar. Let's say you use uh, improper pronunciation. So that would be a problem. Says the Rivid. A very seemingly powerful kasha. The Rambam says, "The Ravid says, wait a second. This does not make sense. Wait a second. All other languages, there's nothing, so to speak, sacred about that other language. Uh, right. True. Um, there's nothing sacred about that other language. That other language." is just an explanation of the words. You have the words in Hebrew, and then you have perush. One, now, if you were in Hebrew, let's say uh, uh, it, it, you were a native Hebrew speaker, you don't know any other languages. And then you come to learn the Kriyat <laughs> So that would be explaining it in Hebrew. 
And what would be explaining it in English? You should write them on the gates of your, meaning you would explain it in English. Other languages are are not a replacement for Hebrew. Other languages are an explanation of Hebrew. So the Ravid argues with the Rambam, and according to his uh, understanding, uh, the Rambam and the Ravid have a difference of opinion about what the Chiddush of the Mishnah is with regards to Kriyachma. According to the Rambam, and, and here's his lambdas, according to the Rambam, the Chiddush is Bedin Lashon, meaning their languages, Hebrew, 70 languages, and the Chiddush is that you don't have to only say it in Hebrew, you can say it in one of the other Lashonot, but it's a Lashon, and it's got to follow the rules of Lashon. And the same the same way, there's a din that you have to be medactic uh, in the letters of Kriyachma. You have to say them properly. You can't run the words together. You have to pronounce it properly. Um, so, so the same applies to other languages. According to the Ravid, that halacha is not a chiddish in saying Kriyachma in other languages. The language of Kriyachma is Hebrew, is Lashon HaKodesh. Even if you read Kriyashma by explaining the words, you're you fulfill your obligation. And Rambam, it fits in because other languages are, you're reading Kriyashma and the Chiddush is that it's legitimate to do it in another language. So so you would have to uh, follow the rules of language. Whereas according to the Raivah, the Chiddush is you're able to read Kriyachma in a way where the meaning is clear. You're basically reading it in Lashon HaKodesh through a parish. You're reading an explanation of a parish. So then it doesn't make a difference that, that you should have to be makvid on, on, on how you express that parish as long as the message gets across. That's the Chiddush. It's a much, it's, a, it's if you will, a, a much... Uh, um, broader chiddush in terms of 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 what the halacha is doing. Now, um, this is now going to lead Rav Lau to an explanation of the Rambam. Um, there are a number of different uh, nuschaot, a number of different versions of the text of the prayer. So now, where do these where do these uh uh now I'm I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna present what Ravlau said and I'm gonna tell you Mirosh, I'm gonna tell you in advance that I have a, a bit of a kasha on it, but and, and maybe suggest an alternate that's just a slight tweak of, of, of what he's saying, but I wanna I wanna present what he says. Um there seems to be uh, we know there's a there's a phenomenon of of different different versions of the prayer. I mean, we know that the Yemenites dive in one way, the Italians dive in one way. Uh, there are many different variations, slight variations within the uh, what is broadly referred to as the Dota Mizrach. Uh, the Bavli dive in one way, and then and then the Moroccans, the 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 
people from the West, they daven, they daven a different way. And of course, the Ashkenazim daven one way. And within Ashkenaz, we have different Lashonos. Now, um, this is all not so simple in light of a Yerushalmi. There's a Yerushalmi that says, Shalach lo Rav Yasa, even though we sent you Seder Hamodaot, the order of the holidays. What is that? And the Hagos Maimonios explains that it's Perish Betfila. It's the prayers that you're supposed to say on the different holidays. Don't veer from the minag of your forefathers a blessed memory. Now, uh, may they rest in peace. So now there are there are commentaries that read the Ramam differently, that read the, the Yerushalmi differently. The Pnei Moshe, for instance, uh uh says that that line is really is really not talking about the text of prayer on the holidays, but it's talking about about uh Keeping two days Yom Tov, Yom Tov Sheni Shel Goliyos, um, and uh, but uh, the simple thing is that the Rishalmi is talking about not changing your Nusach You should stick to your Nusach and uh, we find that the Magen of Ram says She'ein l'shanot b'Nusach Hatfilim You shouldn't veer from the Minagamakom from the custom of the place. And that's that's the Yerushalmi. Um, there's a tshuva of the Rambam that says that they shouldn't change from the minag of their forefathers. Okay. Now, this is referring to the the not changing from the minig of, of forefathers is referring to the nusach and the order of prayer. And when the Mishnah says, Even though you can't change your lush, the nusach of prayer, you can change the language of prayer. In other words, even though the the Mishnah tells you that it's important that you understand the prayer, but you have to do it in the nusach of the prayer, in the version of the prayer. So, for instance, you can say, uh, you can say, um, um, uh, um, you can say, uh, you uh, uh, give the gift of 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 knowledge to man in a way that you're 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 not um, veering from the text of the prayer. Uh, blessed are you, God, who uh, who grants uh, knowledge to man. But you can't say, uh, "Blessed are you, God, who who uh, uh, gives them the gives man the ability to have deep understanding," because that's not necessarily chonena dat. 
you have to not veer from the Nusach HaTfila, even if you're saying it in another language. And like like Ariel mentioned, you have to go to your accurate translation, your art school, your Korean, whatever it is. In the old days, it would be uh, uh, Philip Birnbaum or whatever, whatever, uh, whatever you have, and 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 follow the text. Now, um, right. Right, that's pronunciation. That might be a different issue. That's interesting. Uh, maybe that's an issue for Kriyachma. Um Now, the uh, now we find a bunch of different nuschot, a bunch of different uh, texts, and that brings up a little bit of a difficulty of. How did this ever happen if everybody is prohibited from changing their Nusachat So here the Magen Avram brings the Arizal. And he says that the Arizal, uh, there are different minhagim of prayer because there are 12 gates in heaven corresponding to the 12 tribes. And every tribe has its own gate and its own minag. Now, wait a second. How, how am I? How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to know what my gate is? Not only that, the Chassam Sofer discusses his rabbanim who davened the nusach of the of the Arizal. Rav Nussan Adler and the Balafla. And Rav Nussan Adler was a Kohen and the Balafla was a Levi. So how is it okay for them to daven that Nusach? Should they be finding the gate of Levi? Now, that's an issue. Um, And the resolution comes from the following, and this has been expressed in many different, in a number of different uh, contexts. Um, and that's where this 13 is. There's different nuschos in prayer. Again, this is something that came up certainly in the times of the Hasidic movement. Um, so he says, uh, I can't explain this in writing, etc. But but there were thirteen places to bow in the base of Migdash, corresponding to thirteen gates. Well, there's a gate for Reuven, gate for Shimon, etc. There's twelve gates for the tribes. Wait a second. The Arizal set up a way of praying that is the 13th gate. What is this 13th gate? Um, the 13th gate is a way of praying that is appropriate for every Jew, even if you don't know your tribe. Yes. 
Yes, uh, this this you can see in the in the introduction of the Chabad prayer book, prayer book, and that's that's the Chassam Sofer speaks that out. Now, um, this explains uh, that that it is it is legitimate. Uh, again, you have to make sure you got what that is, but uh, if you assume that uh there and, and there's different nuschaut of this exactly different different ways of expressing it he brings later on the magnet of mesrich who who makes a similar um point that the that the arizal's nusach was the 13th and that's appropriate for everybody uh and in the in the introduction of the chabad prayer book i think they point out that the that that was what the uh the uh the Balatanya tried to do in his nusach is to come up with the precise wording for that for that nusach. Now, the Chida says it a little differently. Not to veer from from old custom from the from, from the original custom because there are twelve gates in heaven corresponding to the twelve tribes. Everyone goes in a different gate. And the and the nusach that the Sfaradim were praying will go in any of the twelve gates. It's a slightly different lashon uh, as opposed to uh, a thirteenth gate. Okay. Now, if we go to the very end here. Why did the Rambam leave out davening in every language? The different uh, texts of prayer are rooted in very high holy things. Each tribe has its own appropriate prayer. Therefore, it's prohibited to change, to veer from your ancestral nusach. Even, even, even though prayer can be done in any language, but it can only be done in a way that it won't change the nusach, it won't change the text, the version. The Rambam holds that that if you're saying something in another language, you have to be very particular. Now, since even though now because now we don't know exactly what are the what are the at this point in the Golos, uh, we don't know what the proper nuschot are. Therefore, the Rambam left out this Mishnah. That's only for somebody who knows how, in some other language, to get exactly right those other, um, uh, the text of the prayer, but in the other language. We're not able to to pray in this other languages. So, so all we can do is is um, is prayer is pray according to the nusach hakavua again in Hebrew uh, that we have now. The uh, according to him, the reason why the Rambam didn't bring this is because the Rambam uh, uh, also uh, wants to account for the fact that you can't change your text of prayer. And therefore, 
to do it in some other language will muss up the nusach. That's that's his that's the that's the basic idea. Now, even if you didn't say like he's saying, you could have said that once the takana the rabbanan of Ezra was there, so maybe the takana of Ezra, which was to avoid uh, complicated language, so therefore they made a they made a a, a, a takana to do it this way. Uh, again, it's very difficult. What if somebody just doesn't know Hebrew, so he's not going to daven according to this? That's very difficult. Uh, would he would he go back to the Orisa level prayer, perhaps? Again, even Rav Lau would agree that on a Doraisa level, you'd be able to pray uh, pray differently. Now, uh, just I'd like to end with our with our question, which was, how important is it to pray in Hebrew? So the simple thing is, according to the Shulchan Aruch, and not according to this whole development in the Rambam, um, so you can have it in another language, fine. However, there's a there's a Mishnah Berurah who says the following. The Mishnah Berurah says the mitzvah mina muvchar dafka l'loshon hakodesh. The ideal mitzvah is to do it dafka in Hebrew. Uvier sham bevir halacha. In the bevir halacha, he explains gam kishetiknu knesset tagedola at nusach atfila that when the Anshe Knesset Gadola, the men of the Great Assembly, they instituted the text of prayer. There are 120 elders, 120 some of them were prophets. Every word, every, every, every letter there is 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 cheshvan is is calculated to be exactly right and to to fit with so many great uh, uh heavenly inner upper elevated uh spiritual uh accomplishments when we say them in the language of the even though we don't know the the correct intent uh, our prayer works properly because then the words themselves have a power you're 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 working with the words of the themselves as opposed to if you're praying in another language so now somebody starts he doesn't know Hebrew so well and then the question is you know on his on his priorities, uh, should he learn Hebrew and strive to start praying in Hebrew? So the Mishnah say that's a worthwhile investment of time and energy to learn how to pray, because then you will go from prayer as my requests and my conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and my, my relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my language or in their language, but in my language, meaning uh, in the translation of 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 the language of the Shimon Esrei as it is, but into my language. But then, if I move to saying it in Hebrew again, not losing comprehension, well, then I'll have the extra power of the language in the original, precisely as it is. Uh, uh, there's some sidurim, by the way, that lists exactly uh, uh, how many words there are or how many letters there are in this particular section because of accomplishing the, the this particular mystical goal, whatever. Again, even if we don't know the mystical goals and all that, 
but still we want to we want to tap into it we want to we want to plug into it so how important is it uh to learn how to pray in hebrew so it's a it's a great goal uh it, and i would suggest and this is, I don't see it here, but I would suggest that this applies to Shimon Esrei. When we speak about tefillah here, we're speaking about the Shimon Esrei, the the Takana the, Durabanan the of Birkos Kriyachma, the Birkos Amazon, the Takanos, meaning, meaning even though you can do a prayer in these other languages, uh, even Birkos Amazon and 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 uh, Kriyachma and, and Birkos Kriyachma and Brachos, even though you could do it in other languages, it is not a hundred percent just doesn't make any difference at all what language you pray, but rather your yotze certainly, and at certain points it might be preferable to pray in a language you understand rather than uh, Hebrew that you don't understand. But again, that's everybody. By the way, everybody uh, needs to get direction. Uh, and that's why it's important when people are in the stages of learning how to, learning how to pray, learning how to daven, learning how to be obeyed Hashem, learning how to do the mitzvahs. Uh, so they need a lot of uh, direction, and this is one of the things that is going to come up very early on because it's one of the blatant things. Because participating in communal prayer is one of the one of the earlier things that people do when they're getting involved in Torah life, and and this issue of Hebrew versus English is a big deal. Uh, and for some people, it's a big it's a big effort. So, so uh, you're certainly yotze when you pray in Hebrew, and and uh, there's certainly going to be stages in the person's life when it's going to be preferable uh, praying English, excuse me, or praying another language. There's certainly going to be stages in the person's life when it's probably preferable for them to pray in that pray in that other language than in Hebrew they don't understand, even if it's let's say transliterated into into English languages. But it's a good megama. It's a good. See, I I I I mix in my language. I mix in Hebrew with English, like like the Ramam spoke about. Um, it's a good goal to to learn how to pray in Hebrew, uh, because then along with your prayer is the power of the language. You go through some svarim like the Abudram and Rabbi Yehuda Ben Yakar's. Uh, 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 commentary on prayer and many of the Sidurim, there's a lot of literature on the prayers. You see how they're weaving psukim into the into the Nusakatvila and everything is very uh precise and poetic and to Hillam. So so uh so it's certainly a very, very uh worthwhile goal and that's what the the Mishnah Buru makes a point of saying.